Welcome, and thank you for listening to the 9-7 Podcast. Where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Richard and Mary Robinson. Though we aren't relationship experts, we've learned a lot along the way since 97. Hello, 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 everyone. Hey, everyone. How you doing? We hope your week is off to an amazing start. This Thanksgiving week. Yes. We also hope that you really enjoyed our first episode of Marriage Conversations that we put out last week. Oh, yeah. That was a good episode. That was fun. It was super fun. Thank you again to Rondell and Jennifer Davis for being our guests. Yeah, you guys rock. Absolutely. We had a lot of fun um, recording those episodes. We started them months ago. So we're happy to to get them out to the world. Stay tuned for for more mm-hmm. interviews. Yeah, it's really fun to get that different perspective. To yeah, learn more about people and all the ways relationships can shape out. Because you realize the shape of a relationship isn't always like yours. That's right. Even though they may have similarities, mm-hmm. even if you're super similar, the the path to getting there sometimes is vastly different yeah and it just reinforces why you need to enjoy the journey that's right you know (laughs) (laughs) plug our book (laughs) Uh yeah exactly enjoying the journey couples guided journal (laughs) shameless plug shameless plug well what are we talking about today yeah man this week is super like exciting what what's making it so exciting? Because it's Thanksgiving week and it's Thanksgiving friend, friends week. and family are gonna be coming over and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but for us, it's even more special. Why? Because <laughs> our anniversary lands on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Twenty five twenty. Twenty five twenty. That's what we lovingly call it. We've been together. For 25 years and married for 20. And mm-hmm. we celebrate that actual day on the 24th of November. Yep. Which just so happens to be Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, Thanksgiving uh, decided to show up on our anniversary. You know? Yeah, not not the reverse. It's Never not, the reverse, mm-mm. you know? Yeah, that's our day first. <laughs> that day belongs to us. So all the people eating and feasting, you all are doing that in celebration yes, of our anniversary. Yes, you are celebrating our 2520. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it's a heavy lift of a week because it's a lot of moving parts, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's exciting. And then as, you know, our own way of celebrating, we're hosting a dinner mm-hmm. on, not Thanksgiving Day, because we just didn't think that would be cool, but the day after Thanksgiving. Yep. So that'll yep. be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be super, super fun. But what I'm more interested in is uh, the journey to getting there, not necessarily, you know, our relationship journey, but what's what's it been like planning something like this? Yeah, so I know, like, um, you told me that we could hire someone to plan it all, but I kind of enjoy planning things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. even though some of the things have been, like, woefully hard <laughs> to do, I've still enjoyed the journey of planning it because we kind of have thrown the idea around of doing something um, really ever since we got married. Because mm-hmm. when we got married, uh, we had a date 
we had a venue, we had flowers, and we. I'm sure we've told this story before. Yeah, yeah, but. I think, uh, I think this is back season season, season one. one. Yeah, season one. With but um, just a quick little trek Re- down memory lane. Recap. <laughs> what they say in that one movie when they was like, and she Hawk, remember they was like, can we, um, what about this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we couldn't have our wedding because you were a Marine at the, well, always a Marine, I mm-hmm. get it. But mm-hmm. you were an active duty Marine at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, Iraq called. Yeah. <laughs> so we couldn't um, go through with our actual plan for our wedding. So we had to go and get married. We yep. got married at the minister's house. Mm-hmm. And so ever since then, we kind of have always thrown around the idea of, of hosting something. Um, they were like maybe at five, maybe at ten, maybe at fifteen, maybe at fifteen. <laughs> but you know, you got to get them pockets right yep. <laughs> before you you know want to embark on something like that because we knew we were going to cover the whole thing. So you know, and then with COVID in the streets, we kind of questioned whether or not even to do it this year. But then in around, I guess it was May, mm-hmm. we decided, hey, let's just let's do something. Mm-hmm. And that's where the journey of planning kind of started. And um, we found a venue that we love. And Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't gloss over. Because from the time when we went to, yes, let's do it, to even finding the venue was not a short journey. Because, you know, we were thinking about, you know, we live in the countryside, so it's like wineries and things like that yeah. around us. Then it's like, oh well, do we do we do the wineries and and you know something more um, in tune with where we live or more local? Yeah, mm-hmm. more local, or do we go? You know, do we expand that radius just a little bit, which is still convenient for family and everything like that, and go a little more urban? Do we do like hyper upscale, like? There was like, there um, were a lot of decisions that had to be yeah, made. Where you almost get slight decision fatigue, yeah. Because if you're and a little bit of frustration too. Yeah, yeah. But if you're me, you didn't. Even, I didn't even know that there was that many venues around mm-hmm. to have something like this. But then, yeah, the frustration comes in though when you start contacting people and stuff like that. That was like the absolute worst part. Because there were certain places that we kind of would have loved to have mm-hmm. to um to have mm-hmm. our event, and we contacted and contacted and contacted, and no one would ever for whatever reason we have no yeah, idea yeah we don't know what was going on with them or whatever, mm-hmm. but they did not contact us back, mm-hmm. and the couple we even physically went to mm-hmm. spoke with someone took information down and they still never called us back. Yep. Cuz there were some like very local to us that we really were like, man, this would be really nice because for us it would be super convenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuz really like, you know, we've spent a, a a good chunk of our marriage, majority of our marriage not being close to family, so we would always do things far away and then have to remember all of these extra things. Mhm. You know, because we got to travel to have an event and mm-hmm. then go back home. 
But this time, like, we're, we're pretty close to everyone now. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to have it more convenient for us. So, like, we set a radius. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not driving or doing this more than 30 minutes away, yep. which automatically cut out some places that we knew were great. But then in that, we found so many places that are close. Yep. But then people don't contact you back. Yeah. And, and remember, in this scenario, it's what's convenient for us is convenient for family because we're so close right. to family now. Right. And it's like, yeah, like, we went to places and, you know, we had what we you know, felt was a reasonable budget, mm-hmm. you know, for a venue and stuff like that. And so it wasn't like... And we knew what we wanted. Yeah. Like, we knew we wanted, you know, plated dinners and, mm-hmm. um, you know, nice, and it'd be fancy. you got to get all na- fancy, mm-hmm. you know, to, to come and all that. But then, you know, you go in there. Essentially, it was a couple of places we went in there ready to sign the little contracts mm-hmm. or whatever or do the deposits and all that kind of stuff and we would talk to people and get to a certain point and then like oh well you know we're weighing our options trying to be you know savvy shoppers or whatever and we'll call them back and be like all right you know let's go to the next step and then you know because people be out of office and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but then they just you know didn't do the due diligence to fizzle out to, to call us back so i mean the place that we got I'm excited for very much it, so. It's it turns out you know things always work out right. Yeah. Because some of the places we wanted had you know different food minimums and food and drink minimums and different or the things menus like were not what we were looking for. Yeah, the menus weren't necessarily super awesome, but then in some of them, you know, the menus weren't great, but they allow outside caterers, so we were thinking about doing it that way. But then. You know, what we ended up finding was kind of an all-in-one yep. and things like that. It was even fun when, um, after we had signed on, we went to that tasting. Mm, that was great. Yeah, that was an experience. You know, that was something new for me. Yeah, I, I really like that. enjoyed that. Um, and if any are, if any caterers or anything out there are listening, that's a really good idea if it's you don't already idea. do it. Mm-hmm. But um, they just had, like, little small plates. Mm-hmm. Of different things off of their menu for you to, you know, have a go at and mm-hmm. taste everything so that you can make sure you're making the choices that you know are going to taste great for you and your guests. Yep. It was just, it was really cool. Yeah, in, in the way of black people measurements, it was a teens. It was a teens. Just so you know. Just a teens. It's a small plate. It was just a teens. Enough it was, for you to bite it, chew it. <laughs> yeah. Just, we're, I mean, in some cases, it was just enough to... The cultural taste buds mm-hmm. enough to know that you, you know. Do I get down with these flavors or yeah, not? <laughs> yeah, like I have ingested something, mm-hmm. you know. So it was very little bit. But it was great because it gives you exposure. Yeah. Um, Especially in this case, it was exposure to the venue. Yep. And exposure to the wait staff. Yep. Because we had exposure. been there a couple of times prior to that because, again, I'm planning everything. So mm-hmm. I'm like hey, I need to come back and I need to check this, or hey, I need to come back and I need to check that, or I need to make sure that this is available or that's available. And so mm-hmm. we'd been up there maybe three times prior to the tasting event. and um, But at those other times, it was no one there. It was just us and our coordinator. and um, But this time, you know, the wait staff and the cooking staff yeah. and the bartenders and all that. And And actually, you know, the other thing, the plates, and the, and, mm-hmm. and the cutlery and all that kind of stuff. Yep. You get to 
actually pick it up and use it and yeah. see what it's like. So that was great. But then if you are just like a private caterer, if you could host something like that, yeah. that's a great way to expose people to your food and, mm-hmm. your, and your menus and things like that. And it's probably like low cost. But I don't know if you would want to charge for the tasting itself, yeah. like 10 bucks or something mm-hmm. to come to a tasting. But yeah, that was that was pretty fun. And then And then after that, we got that. And then it was just, you know, what I feel like is your superhuman strength, which <laughs> is just decor and decorating. Because now we got like this blank canvas. Yeah, once we found a spot, then it became, all right, now what are we going to do with it? <laughs> Yeah, because this venue is really nice, and they do have you know the basic level um, decor that you can use. But don't know if I want to use that. <laughs> I mean, if we're hosting like a a corporate event or something, I could see that. Yeah, um, intermingling that with something else, but yeah, like a hack for community. Yeah, event or something one of like our that. events, mm-hmm. I would totally use what they have, or yeah. maybe not. But, um, but yeah, that that. Is when I break out the the what's it called numbers, which is the Mac version of Excel, Excel. Mm-hmm. and I break out the spreadsheet, and we knew what numbers we were trying to stay within, and I just broke it all down and decided on how we wanted to to dress the place up, mm-hmm. and you know over the course of the last few months, just ordering things, and then once we got all the table setting. We took it all to our kitchen table and set it up and made sure that we liked the way it looked. And then I, you know, still had enough time to add to it as I saw fit Um, because you gave me a deadline Mm -hmm. because you didn't want me to be stressing the last month. So you told me October 15th and then I ended up pushing it to the 17th because it was just that was a very busy weekend. I had a few extra things to get finished, but um, yeah, getting the decor the centerpieces the the favors the all the little little things (laughs) yeah and let's let's touch on that a little bit so one of the things you know over time that i noticed and it's not it's not a you thing specifically Mm -hmm. but i noticed um you know even in even in my day job and stuff and and web dmg when it comes to running a project i've noticed regardless of the type of project Mm -hmm. Um, you know, people get get going on it, and you know, you start out, and that's always fun. The you know the excitement of mm-hmm. the beginning and things like that, and then you get going on the project, and you hit like this middle ground where it's like it's not that it's long in the tooth. You just settled into the mm-hmm. flow, and you're and you're getting the work done. And then there's always some point where either you either it gets long in the tooth, like, oh, I've been in this middle part a really long time yeah. and I'm ready to finish. Or the project goes according to schedule yeah. and everyone's excited and you get to that end point and you realize, oh, I got a little time left. And so you want to add a thing. Yeah. And then you add a thing. And every time you add a thing in, in projects, regardless of the type, is always hidden dependencies that you don't think yes. about. And so it's like, Oh, oh, let's just add this thing, you know, and then we add it, and then it's like, oh, but to add that, now we got to do this, this, and this. We got to think about this, this, and this. Yeah. Where's this other thing gonna come from? You know what I'm saying? And it could be something as simple as, you know, let's let's add, you know, 
uh, inflatable mattress for whatever reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, oh, where are we going to get the air from? What happens if somebody yeah, pops it? Yeah, everything is always contingent on something else. You know, so it's never it's never that clean. So one of the ways to like lower the stress of you managing the whole thing. Because again, just to reiterate, I don't know if you heard at the beginning, but I did offer to get mm-hmm. a planner for this whole thing. So it would be no stress at all, in my opinion. You just pay somebody to do it. But Mary wanted the, the challenge of planning a, an event of this size. It was just fun. And, but then, you know, incorporating the deadline was just making sure we all had a stopping point where it's like, okay, we're not adding anything else at all. There's no other dependencies to think about. And we can actually bring it all to a resolution because I think whether you plan it, whether you build in software or planning a birthday party. Yeah. You, you got to have a stopping point you gotta, or you can just keep adding and adding. And forever. even that, even after the date, I still was like looking and finding things. Right. Well, not purposefully, but like things would pop up and I'm like, oh, this would be so cool. Right. And you're like, no, because yep. then you add that and then there's one more thing to manage. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And you got the perpetual engine of the internet, too, because by that point, you don't did all yeah, that I've Amazon done all the researching and, and Googling. I've and bought stuff. all of these event-type things, and now it's like, bling, how about this, too? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, look at this one. We got it in gold. Exactly. We got it in silver. This just in. We just got this new thing in platinum yeah. or whatever. And it's just like, oh, reduce price on this extra additive, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a 3D video image of a chair or right. something, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, that ends up adding, you know, trying to lower the stress and things like that. That's That was the thought behind that. I was trying to be thoughtful with it and like, so it's not necessarily like a controlling thing. It's more of a looking out for your mental health because yeah. we get to, we get close to the date like this week mm-hmm. would have been even worse from a, you if know, I hadn't had the deadline, because yeah. I would have been like, I still got time. Yep, and we still be like... Well, then again, knowing me, though, I would have been finished around... I, I wouldn't have, I'm sure, not been done by the end, middle of October, but by the the end of October, I'm pretty confident that I would have had everything finished. Yeah, I'm, I don't doubt that. But I think, I think where we would have landed which is why I I added the deadline. I think we would have landed on this is the things that we're done with, but we're waiting for things to finish coming in or, you know, there's like small nuanced things that we need to create or something like that. We need to flush something out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Where it would have been something that could have possibly fell through the cracks, which is always my paranoia. Yeah. That the day of you wake up and be like, oh, Oh, snap. I didn't put the banana stickers on the bananas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, And you're like, I hope nobody noticed. You know what I'm saying? But now it's sitting on you at the event that you forgot to do this task. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that can impede in your fun and your enjoyment of the the situation. So I definitely wanted to make sure, excuse me, that that wasn't. I was trying to prevent that from being the scenario. I mean, it was a good, a good thing. I mean, even though, like I said, I had to ask for a couple of extra days because I was really trying to make sure I got it all done. And that that weekend, our oldest daughter plays travel soccer. And, like, 
the weekend prior and that weekend were like we were all over the place with yeah. soccer and then there's like several practices throughout the week and then our our um little daughter does gymnastics and so that was it was just a lot and so it was just like there was no way for me to get mm-hmm. <laughs> those because you know certain things you can't do up front you gotta wait until people RSVP mm-hmm. you know so like I couldn't create the the, thing. the, the things mm-hmm. you know like because people had RSVP'd yet so mm-hmm. there's certain things you can't do until you know, yep. and so even though I'd gotten so much stuff done and we had our decor already planned out, everything ordered, everything done, I had to create because I that's one of the things I really, really enjoy is creating things using my hands. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm, like, working on this stuff, you know, certain as people RSVP or certain things I can create. Yep. But I couldn't finish creating until the RSVP date ended and then I gave it an extra few days because I know people are like oh I forgot yep. so yep. I waited an extra few days for that yeah because people have life too yeah well yeah RSVPN is a whole podcast into itself oh my I gosh. feel like sometimes because um strangely enough I feel like I'm terrible at it myself <laughs> that's why you got me yeah I'm terrible at it when people because like I am RSV- not terrible at it no you're not you get the RSVP if we go and you RSVP right away. That same because otherwise I will forget. Like mm-hmm. I go ahead and just do it if we if I know that we can go. Yeah, I go ahead and just do it. Yeah, because that's 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 another hard thing with planning is when you invite the people, especially this was invite only. Yeah, you want to know the number of people. You have to know the number. We're having a certain type of dinner yeah, that's being paid for. Meal choices, yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, that that was pretty tough. Um not not just it's not tough in the way we're saying everyone was late or whatever. It's yeah, just we had the very few late of, people. It was maybe I wanna say it was like five yeah. people that were late and we um you know and it, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. We gave ourselves like a week or two buffer before we had to say what our number was mm-hmm. for the um, our coordinator. So we had a little bit of a buffer, and I did it that way on purpose because I kind of figured, okay, this is the amount of time mm-hmm. where we had the RSVP set for, like, the beginning of October. We needed to make sure we had the number by closer to the end of October. Mm-hmm. So if anybody that had RSVP needed to, like, oh, man, this came up. They had until about the end of October before it would affect our bottom line type thing. Mm-hmm. And so it, it worked out that, you know, the few extra folk mm-hmm. that um, had to RSVP late, <laughs> we didn't have an issue. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that and that's the great that's the thing too you know grace and giving people grace yeah. and stuff like that because everybody got life but it can still be taxing on you as the planner. Yeah, that was it was waiting tough. for it, waiting because again I'm one of those people that like to get things done. Yeah, and I don't like to waste a lot of time, so I'm like waiting around trying to um, organize things because that's my mind like to get things nice and organized. And I can't really fully organize until we've set our, you know, hardcore deadline. Mm-hmm. 
But then the venue itself has its own hardcore deadline mm-hmm. that I really couldn't go beyond mm-hmm. with any changes. So, yep. like, you know, changes that happen after that deadline is just like, well. <laughs> yep. yep. And, and, you know, everybody hasn't planned an event like this. So, some, you know, you got people who don't know and stuff like that. Or, you know, they don't, they, they I mean, really it's just that they don't know. Because they don't know that you have, like, um. Uh, uh, a particular head count you need to turn mm-hmm. in by a certain time. They just know they got an RSVP. Right. And they don't really know the details behind getting the RSVP. So you can't we don't we don't blame people for that. But it is it is taxing when you're like, all right, we set the date for this and that means I can't even do these other thirty seven tasks. Yeah, until I have until I hit this date. In which case even after that date, when I think I have my whole list, I know there's going to be, you know, people who live life or lost or the message got lost in the mail mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Or other they put it down happen. to do and then they just forgot God. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's <clears throat> that's always a, a interesting thing with RSVPs. And then and then choosing the menu. Yeah, that was. Excuse me. The thing, the funny thing about that was we got all the paperwork and we had ideas of what we were going to choose. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the tasting and it changed you everything. completely like, like one of the things that you chose, I was like, what? Yeah. I can't hardly believe it. But it did. I mean, it changed some. It didn't drastically change, but it changed some. But that just goes back to the, the power of the tasting because going to a tasting where there's like... You know, I think the way they did it is because we had an event planned, we came to the tasting free of charge. Mm-hmm. So it's like no obligation, you know, no mm-hmm. no upfront cost for us. So I really got to go and just kind of just really observe and mm-hmm. really have a chance to just like, oh, well, let me let me just try it and see what happened. Whereas like. If it was a tasting and they're like, oh, you still got to pay $15 or $30 to show up or something like that, then it's like, well, one, now I want to get my money's worth. And two, I'm going to only want to eat what I know I already like. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this scenario, it was just like, show up. And they're giving you all kinds of different things that you would have never tried had you not gone to the tasting. Exactly. Exactly. Which was great because then I was just like, oh, if I'm here... Mm-hmm. And the idea is to taste food. Now I'm gonna taste everything. Everything, you know. You bring it. I'm gonna taste it. Yep. Because it was a couple of things that I was like, on a normal basis, I wouldn't even go right. close to this. And then I tried it. I was like, wow, that yeah, was that was fantastic. That blew my socks off. I wasn't ready. So, so yeah, that was that was fun. That was fun for me. Yeah, you enjoyed that. Yeah. I was pretty pretty happy that you did. Yeah. And then it gave us a chance, like you said before, to. Feel the venue with people, with wait staff. You know, mm-hmm. just get an idea of how things would actually be. Yeah, especially if it's if it's a venue you've never been at before. The tasting also lets you hear like noise volumes mm-hmm. for what yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, we did take note of that. Yeah. I do remember that. For like when you get a bunch of people in a space mm-hmm. and they're talking, you can understand like how loud or quiet it is, right. things like that. So. So yeah, there's a there's a lot you can take into consideration at at a tasting or something like that. For sure. And then one of the other things we had to do is 
figure out what we were going to wear, oh. <laughs> which was, I mean, oh. our guy, our little guy was easy because he was just like, I want all the suits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the girl was like, oh, what do you, you want to wear? What color? What, how long? Mm-hmm. What, what are we, you know, when are we going to get it? That yeah. type of thing. All of, y'all, all of y'all were into that, though. Yeah. Like, oh, what color are you wearing? And that was a whole conversation. I mean, so. we knew the color scheme that we wanted because I think we mentioned this before, too. We have, like, a family color scheme. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just fun, you but, know, with the, the girls and even with our little guy. Um, just determining what to wear and how we wanted uh, us to look as yeah. a whole. Like, we needed to coordinate but not wear the exact same things. And Yeah, that's a you thing. I know. That's a you thing. But it was cute to watch my three girls, you know, sit and talk about what colors they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, oh, am I wearing blue? Am I wearing green? Right. Am I wearing yellow? I want sparkles. I want sequins. Right. Want... Well, what if we got this one and we added a sparkly uh, belt to it? Or what yeah. if I got this one and we added these kind of shoes with mm-hmm. it? <laughs> and then all the stuff girls do. Can I wear heels? Do I get to wear hoop earrings? It's just like, oh, you guys are trying to drive me crazy over here. Yeah, so. That was a good time, though. Yeah. And all- now it's like, I feel like at least once every week since we've gotten all of the um, outfits in and pressed and everything from the cleaners, they mm-hmm. oh, can I try it on again? Mm-hmm. What? Are, let me let me try it on. <laughs> let me just see. Let me just put it on. Make sure it fit. And then I want to just look in the mirror. Like stop it. See if I see if it you fit. Know, you ain't grown no you four feet. Grown. In the last we didn't three buy weeks. this this outfit three years ago. This right. was a couple of months ago. Yeah, stop playing. Stop Maybe playing. a month and a half ago. Yeah. Because to that point, we did wait a little bit because you just never know with kids and growth spurts and stuff. Like, you just never know. Yeah, that's a constant threat to your happiness. Yes, is a, is God. a child's growth spurt. Because, so, because you'll buy them shoes today and they'll wear them once. Mm-hmm. They'll put them in the closet for what feels like a week. You have another event. They pull them same shoes out. And you like, I know you just wore them two <sighs> weeks ago. And the first thing they say is, My feet hurt. It hurt my toe. My toe. I'm like, girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know we just wore these. Oh, God forbid they put on a pair of pants. And this has actually happened to us several times. Like, I know I just washed those pants. Mm -hmm. They did not shrink. This is not the first time we washed them. Mm -hmm. And you put them on to, you had them on last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Or in the last couple of days mm-hmm. since I washed them, and now you have them on again, and the flood is a coming. Yep, yep. I'm like, how in the world did you grow two inches? They didn't. You be washing clothes with the pen particle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I be throwing that Jane in there, mm-hmm. not even knowing it. Yep. Ant-Man is in the, in the washing machine, machine sabotaging my efforts. Ant-Man in all the clothes, making them two size, too small. Craziness. For, and it only affects the kids, though. Exactly. Doesn't affect us mm-hmm. at all. It only affects the kids. And that's, that's like the plight. That's like one of the plights of parenthood. Like, you can buy the best high-quality mm-hmm. clothes or whatever. But you can't beat that growth spurt. You can't stop them from growing no. as much as you want to, you know. 
So to that point, there have been a couple of times where I obliged and I let them try it on <laughs> because I'm thinking about the shoe situation because, like, our two littles have been in the same shoe size for a pretty long time now. Mm-hmm. And I tried to accommodate for that a little bit, but I don't want them to walk and walk out of their shoes. Yeah. So um, I do, like, every now and then, like, oh, yeah, you can go ahead and put them on. Let's see how they look. And just to make sure that they aren't too small and I need to take them back. Oh, yeah, that would be crazy. They show up with them clown shoes yeah. on. Yeah. Try to accommodate. That that won't work either. But, yeah, so all in all, it's a, it's a big event for us. It's, I'm very excited. It's one of, I think, many to come in the future in the way of us looking at new things and new endeavors. Um, you know, we like to start with us. Yeah. But I think... Having gone through the experience, we probably have more events to plan mm-hmm. and things to do. I don't know. And, and I think the scale will be varied. I think over time, we'll plan things and do things around some of the stuff that we're doing bigger than this. Yeah. And I think we'll plan some things and do some things that are smaller than this. Yeah. You know, but still needing to, you know, exercise some of the learnings that we got from this. Mm-hmm. Which is something something else we tend to do, you know. I can see Saturday morning or whatever us going through like a, um, not to get too technical, but like an after action report of yeah. like what went good, what went bad, where could we have done better, mm-hmm. you know, what things now that the event's over, like oh we really didn't need you know yeah that thing or we could have saved that money, you know, just thinking through those things and. Seeing how it all plays yeah, out. Good old retroactive. Yeah, retrospective. Retrospective. That's it. Yeah. I said retroactive. What am I talking about? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll definitely do. I mean, we'll probably even start on the way home. Well, probably not. Mm-hmm. We'll probably be basking in the fun of it yeah. on the yeah. way home. But that next morning, for sure, I can see us having like a real like moment. At the kitchen table or something where we're like, so what do you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, that's it for us today, guys. No, 2520. How do you feel about 2520? Oh, how do I feel about 2520? Um, that's an interesting question. How do I feel about 2520? Yeah, you you see, obviously, I won't ready for that, <laughs> for that question. I thought we were closing up shop. Um... 25 years together, 20 years married. Um, I think it's a, it's an appropriate journey where, you know, you learn a lot of things. You learn to stop and smell the roses. Yeah. Um, at least for me, you know, it's not so hustle and bustle relationship-wise. Um, I think... The idea has been, at least from my perspective, to have a relationship with you that's always smoldering and and hot mm. under underneath under the surface under the surface yeah. versus like a big flame. Because um, I'm because I'm conscious, you know, if the flame is too hot, you burn up all the fuel really fast and mm-hmm. then and then you lack motivation for things whereas if you're working towards that that smoldering situation that that heat 
that constant heat under the surface. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a longer lasting thing, and it's and it's more sustainable, right? Because you don't have to have these giant drops of fuel into the fire to yeah. keep it burning super blazing hot. You can just keep adding a little bit constantly to keep the the passion and the emotions and all that kind of stuff there, you know. Yep. So that's that's been a big that's been the biggest lesson. And in that, you know, being able to stop and smell the roses in the way of sometimes we're in the room without talking to each other mm-hmm. and that's okay. But then other times we go meditate together or yeah. go pray together. You know. Um, which is still not necessarily a lot of words between us. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes it's just being okay to focus on the fun of the relationship. Yeah. You know, not the bills. And and this is even back, you know, when we were really up and coming and struggling, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's I think that's when I learned it the most. When, yeah. like, you know, those times when we were struggling financially and, you know, the house might get foreclosed on or, mm-hmm. you know, the car did get repossessed, yep. you know, but still being able to like, you know, smile and look, look at you and smile and be like, nah, it'll work itself out. We'll be okay. And, yeah. And then, oh, like we don't have money to do the grandiose thing, but let's just go to the park. Yeah. Or sometimes, <laughs> or sometimes we don't have money to do nothing and we, you know was praying that the house didn't get repossessed, but we went and had a picnic in the backyard mm-hmm. and ate some bologna sandwiches. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's Not just, quite bologna, but I see your point But you, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> just like, you know, just being able to not care, not let the materialism of the world totally encompass our what relationship was going on with us. and what's yeah. going on with us and not letting it dictate our emotion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is this a terrible situation and, and something that may even be slightly embarrassing from a external standpoint? Yes. But does that impact how much I love you and how much you love me and what we're striving to build together? No. Right. You know what I'm saying? So let's not let the, the idea of the possibility of this thing you know, ruin what is what we've been building yeah. from a relationship place and because the foundational of the foundation of it all hasn't wavered. Yeah, it's just the circumstance over that smoldering, like you were talking yeah. about. Like yeah. the smoldering's still there. Like it's still smoldering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, the outside circumstances, you know, the drops of water, if you will, to right. the smolder yeah. aren't affecting the bottom layer of the right of and, the flame and that goes back to the acronym hot right keeping it hot mm-hmm. that's that same thing with the smoldering right? yeah so being honest in those in those moments of mm-hmm. looking at each other like hey i don't necessarily know how we got here but we're here now and this sucks and being okay with saying that and mm-hmm. not pointing fingers not blaming just like and, you know, sometimes that's when we would even discuss, well, how did we get here? Where did mm-hmm. we go wrong? What what money did we spend that we shouldn't have spent? Or what thing did we do? Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of times that we were like, actually, we can't see it. We don't pull out the spreadsheets yeah. and look at the budget. And, I mean, and in in, in some of the time, was, it was us just being obedient to what God wanted us to do. Yeah. And it was like, okay, God. 
yeah. <laughs> we're being obedient to what you've asked and we are struggling like we are struggling and then things all just work out but then too it's just been times too where we pulled out that spreadsheet because we've always had a budget yeah you know and we've always been trying to be fiscally responsible mm-hmm. and we'll look at the budget and and uh, reconcile that against our bank statements mm-hmm. and be like, no, we're doing we're all doing this the stuff. Thing. Like, mm-hmm. and we, we didn't have like, oh, sorry, we didn't have like an unexpected expense or yeah. something like that. Like, we don't know how we got derailed or what what happened, yeah. but it did. But you it know did. what I'm saying? And and we are healthy people. Our kids are healthy, so it won't like, you know, a chronic illness Mm-mm. or a medical expense. But sometimes it's shifting markets. It's things that... Or things go up or... That's what I'm saying. You know, diapers cost a little more now. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I I'm, don't have any more breastfeeding that could be done. We had to incorporate some formula mm-hmm. and that, you know, hit the budget too. Because thankfully, we were able to breastfeed. But when, once we had that um, that shift... After nine, ten months, mm-hmm. because, you know, it just wasn't as yeah. plentiful anymore, um, we had to shift, and that type of thing mm-hmm. hits your budget. And what grandma used to say, that baby neck got long. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The more I feel, the longer your <laughs> the neck, longer got. neck got. But it's just like, but it's just one of those things where it's like, even now at 40, sometimes at 40-something, I look back. <laughs> When we were younger. Yeah. And I just think about, you know, all the stuff we didn't know, like inflation and interest rates Mm -hmm. and market rates and stuff like that. So that stuff can be a silent killer. If you're looking at your budget, you're just starting out or you're, you know, in that in that stride. And then, like you said, the price of milk triples Mm -hmm. or Similac goes up or any of those things. And you're looking at your budget and you're like, no, we've been buying... The, same. The, the necessities mm-hmm. that we've been buying mm-hmm. just to live life, not even like to be extravagant, but we just live in life. But yeah, and you look at your groceries and you're like, oh, it doubled. But you don't look at that as like me being fiscally irresponsible. Right. You're like, we got to eat. We have to eat. The baby has to eat. Like, <laughs> there's nothing we can do about that part. You know, and that's. And that's why, like, now with inflation being crazy and stuff, I feel for, like, young couples and young yeah. families and stuff because I'm, like, I recognize what it's like to almost almost feel like you're living poor. Right. Like, oh, I got a good job. Mm-hmm. We're doing the thing. I got a house and all this kind of stuff. But for some reason, I can't it's, figure it's out. Like meeting. <laughs> yeah, I can't figure out where this money's slipping off to. But, yeah, that's what 2520 means to me, like, that... It's a to me. It's a rep a representation of our relationship and that that smoldering, you know, almost like the core of the earth heat mm-hmm. that you know bubbles up to the surface mm-hmm. and expresses itself in in different ways. But that core heat of the relationship is pretty unquenchable, and and to feed it, you know, we can feed it in small doses. Yeah. Versus, you know, these big bang things that I think is just unsustainable. Mm-hmm. What about you? Now that I've talked for <laughs> another hour, not quite. I mean, I think about twenty five twenty, and all I can do is smile, and I'm just so grateful and thankful because 
you know, just like to the points that you were making, um, I think about the journey and, you know, the the bright eyed, bushy tailed little sixteen year old girl <laughs> <laughs> and um all the different, you know, phases of the journey because there's distinct phases that mm-hmm. we've gone through and you know just you and me and then uh, you in the military and then doing college and school and then we became parents and oh no then we were both working professionals and then we became parents and then multiple pa- you know children parents and mm-hmm. um but it's still always still been me and you like it's been us mm-hmm. you know like it's it it's one of those things where it, it makes me chuckle because the girls are, you know, girls. And they, you know, they see us still holding hands. And they're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, like the other day, we were walking out of Home Depot. And you grabbed my hand. And all we hear behind us was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's only funny to me when they be like, you guys are so cute. You're I'm so like, cute. <laughs> what? Or, I mean, we do, like. We do things that we like to do. So, like, we'll be in the bedroom, and instead of laying on the bed, we'll just go sit on the floor. And they'll come in the room, and we'll be, like, sitting on the floor, and we'll be, you know, cuddled up watching something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's just so cute. Or you'll help me take my braids out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the core foundation of you and I and the connection, like the smoldering that you mentioned, it's it's prevalent. It's there. You know, and then there's the other stuff that mm-hmm. we still have to do. You know, we have to parent. I have to teach the kids. You have to teach the kids what you teach the kids. And, you know, you work um, for your company. And mm-hmm. then I do everything, like, as far as, like, maintaining the household and um, run the I run the house mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's all of that. And, you know, we can have a, a wonderful time making sure all those things are in line and all but then, after all of that's done, I can still sit and look at you and be like, ah, <laughs> it's my guy. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad over the years I didn't turn into like a tree monster oh God, or something. Oh, God, I'm so glad. When you look at me and be like, ugh, this guy. Not this guy. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just, I'm very thankful. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you just brought up, too, about the phases. Because... In 25 years, even if we, if we drop, you know, uh, been married for 20 and we just look at the fact that we've been hanging out together for 25 years. Yeah. And if you drop marriage in it, marriage, marriage to me at, in this context just represents the point at which we started spending 24 hours a day, seven Mm -hmm. days a week together. Um. So if you think about that, there's like a ton of iterations of you that I lived with. Mm-hmm. And and I would have to, you know, assume that that would be the same for yep, you. Absolutely. That, that there's been, you know, a thousand or more iterations mm-hmm. of me that you've seen come and go, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, that's, and that to me is, is a real special thing when you can... Be with somebody that long where you watch them evolve, evolve and then continue to evolve. So it's like, you know, like to quote Michelle Obama, the becoming 
of a person, right? right? Because you're constantly <clears throat> transitioning and becoming mm-hmm. someone different, and is is really it's been a, it's been a really interesting experience to watch somebody be this way and be firm in being that way, and then evolve into something else. Mm-hmm. You know, not that that original way was wrong. It's just more life experience, more right. everything, and you're just like, oh. Well, sometimes it's not even life experience or anything. Sometimes it's just a a well-placed thought. Right. And you're just like, oh, well, if I would have known that five years ago, I right. would have never done these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's that's always really interesting because, you know, those sparks of um, inspiration or whatever that can change a person's thinking and and then they fundamentally change, and it's just it's just interesting and and scary all at the same time. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, you can go from this person to this person, what feels like no external stimulus whatsoever, mm-hmm. you know. But your spouse is still there, yep, dealing with you as you evolve, you know. Because being a man of in my forties, you know, I feel like I'm in constant midlife crisis sometimes. <laughs> So, I don't know if that's like a woman going through menopause. I don't know what that's. I don't know the equivalent of that. No, we'll talk about that in another episode. I think it's just it's. I seen something the other day that kind of spoke to the whole midlife crisis idea. But we'll talk about that in another episode because it's not necessarily a crisis. It's more like a now what. Yeah, or realization. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, just I get the idea that you're getting. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, and then you you dealing with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you wake up and you're like, why are you, you know, doing jumping jacks and about to run around the house? Like, like yo, Marine com- Corps was 25 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> like, calm it down, man. <laughs> sit down somewhere. Or 20 years ago, yeah. whatever. Sit it, sit it down. <laughs> Stop. Why are you in the front yard doing drills? You like, know. Take the gully suit off. Oh, yeah. We are like, not. <laughs> wait, did you just say you can go run 20 miles? Man, stop. Do you know how far 20 miles, miles is? <laughs> it's not the same can distance. Can you run up to the stop sign at <laughs> this point? Look, it's not the same distance it was when you was 20. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The miles are different now. It's different now. Those are some different miles you come up. It's like when we when we fall. You feel like that floor is not the same distance. No, nah, that floor a long ways away. You know what I'm saying? That's... You know, that 20 miles, that's city miles. You know, that ain't, that's, that ain't that's, a regular 20 miles. That's, that's different. different. <laughs> Boy, you better stick to the 5Ks you're used to. You know? So, it's just... to that stop sign be quiet. Yeah, see, it's just that kind of stuff and just dealing with that, you know, and kind of like making sure I don't hurt myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's just, it's, it's really interesting. It's like, I know I could lift this weight. I can other. lift this up. I did this t- like two weeks ago and it ain't hurt, hurt my arms. Yeah. <laughs> And then and then you go back. I know I did it. And then someone shows up in correction. It's like you know that was fifteen years ago. You know the last time you was lifting weight like what? that. You lied. Fifteen years. So yeah, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's that's kind of what it what it means to me. But that that evolution thing that was that was a nice additive. I hadn't thought about that until you just said it. You know the distinct the phases. eras yeah. of our relationship and. And then within those distinct errors, there's a distinct version of you. Yep. Or sometimes multiple versions in that same mm-hmm. era as you grow and, and change and things like that, which is, that's bunker balls to me. Yeah. Like, 
sitting here thinking about it right now, like how many iterations of a person you live with over the course of, you know, 20, 20. years. Because you got like great jobs and bad jobs. You got high stress and low stress. You mm-hmm. got... Eclectic style and more calm. Like it, And it's even more funny because we see it with our kids. Like when we first met, I was all about the accessories and mm-hmm. I had rings on all my fingers and I had the necklaces and the anklets and the earrings, you know. Now I'm more like, oh, I got on my wedding ring, one other ring, and a charm bracelet, bracelet yeah. and my hoop earrings. That's like my default setting. Yeah. And now with our oldest, she's like, I want rings on all the fingers. Yeah. And like, I'm like, wait, that's like my style. You're mm-hmm. jocking me. Like, why are you jocking me? <laughs> and she like, I don't, not only do I want all the rings, <laughs> I want all the rings, and then I got other rings that I want so I can swap swap them out. out. And she had nerve to show us last night. I added some things to my Christmas list. Mm -hmm. I look at the Christmas list. It's these expensive rings. Mm -hmm. I'm like, girl, your fingers ain't finished growing yet. You think you're building the Infinity Gauntlet over here. What you doing, Thanos? (laughs) With the rings. And And then with our son, like, just seeing how much like you he really is, like, and like you in, like, than when we first met mm-hmm. version of you. Yeah. And it's just like, this is insane. And then our youngest daughter is so much like the creative side of my brain. Yep. And so like I look at her and I see all the colors and I used to dress in all the colors when I was younger. She and, all the colors. And I'm just like, man, like, it's just crazy to see. And but she like, love it too. Yeah. She put on all the colors and be like, I am This it is it. Do you see I got on all my favorite colors, which is all the colors? Yep. I got on rainbow. Rainbow and sparkles. In one outfit. All of it. And it worked. And it usually works. Like, Like, I can't even, like, like, because I'm very much, oh, let me stop. But I'm a person that doesn't like when things don't go together. Yeah. Clothing-wise. Yeah. But with her, it just works. She be doing it. She just be putting it together, and you be like, I didn't think you could put those two patterns together, but... Somehow, child, you she have, has an eye for it. You have made it work, fashionista. Yep. But yeah, but great, great. Yeah, oh, we're super. We're we're closing now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just because your show notes and my show notes are obviously different. No, they're the same. You just didn't see. Oh, okay. But yeah, we're super excited. Like I woke up this morning, like, but I actually woke up yesterday morning and this morning, like, oh, I'm just so excited for the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Granted, again, it's a lot of in the, in between yep. to dos, but I'm super super and excited then like to everything, celebrate. We'll probably be sad when it's over. Like, oh, that was so like, much that fun. That was so fun. We should do it again. <laughs> but yeah, but at least it'll be fun, and I'm calling into existence an, an amazing time. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm not worried at all. A good time. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And check us out on social media. Drop us a comment. Uh, 9-7 Podcast. Follow us on YouTube so you can get those. Oh, and hit the bell so you get the notifications notifications when we put out new marriage conversations. Yep. And don't forget to rate and comment us on Apple Podcasts. Outside of that, you have a great day and a wonderful week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.